0: There it is. Yes, there, that's
1: it. I like that first, like, boom. Because <laughs> then you know, it's the good wife it's music. It's the good wife. And if it's the good wife theme song, that means we are here in studio at After Buzz doing another after show for the good wife. There you go. I'm your host, Courtney Henderson, and I have Miss... Tara Johnson here with you. Yes, we, yeah. are, we are missing our Bobby DeMuro tonight. He is actually, unfortunately, a little bit under the weather, so... Told them to keep it at home, don't bring it to us. That's right. The ladies are going to hold it down tonight. Which is uh, funny that the episode is called Old Spice. <laughs> it's such a manly uh, scent and kind it, of it is. brand.
0: Very much so.
1: How many oh. women out there love the Old Spice? You know, I can't remember what it smells like personally. Because <laughs> I don't think I've known anybody that's worn it
0: since I was probably like a little girl. Right, me you too. Know, I remember
1: seeing it at home. Yeah, a little e- red with the blue. Everyone, is it
0: wait? Is it red with blue or white with the red?
1: I don't. Even, Maybe it's changed. I don't know. I mean, you know, companies right.
0: change their branding.
1: You have a right? At
0: any rate, I
1: thought it was funny that Elizabeth smelled like baby
0: lotion of all things. Can you imagine the combination of baby lotion and Old, old spice? spice? We can't quite remember Old Spice, but it just doesn't. No, yeah. I mean
1: it's 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 very it's a spice. I mean it's a spicy. Yeah. It's you know it's got a very distinct smell, and baby lotion is just this kind of. Light, gentle. Fresh type of... Yes. Yeah,
0: no, not a great mixture. So, kind
1: of an interesting... But what is Elizabeth doing wearing baby lotion?
0: That's just who she is. I When she said it, it just seemed... Like, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, that I wasn't surprised <laughs> like, at all. What
1: else would she wear? Yeah, She's Johnson, not wearing no Cetaphil. Johnson & yeah,
0: Johnson, Johnson baby lotion. That makes perfect sense to me. Well,
1: She was a lot more together this week than last week, which I appreciate. I
0: totally appreciate that. Last week was just too much for me.
1: And uh, it's it's kind of news and gossipy, but I'm just going to go to it really briefly. Um, I read an article. It was tweeted out, and I tweeted it out once I saw it. But last week I was talking about how... Uh, Alicia had those big earrings on. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the reason for that was because it was another shiny object. It was another distraction for Elsbeth. Mm-hmm. But I guess the scenes that acknowledge that that's why she wore them ended up on the cutting room floor. Right. And so we never saw a comment or a, you know a moment where the reason she's wearing these earrings ends up in the episode. So we just we're just left watching her wear these earrings that just don't. They're yeah. just so not Alicia, and I felt very proud of myself that I recognized that this is not Alicia's look. No, it wasn't at all. They were very gaudy. So, yeah, and Kalinda still like the dark eye makeup I wasn't there this week yeah, either. I'm so. Not sure.
0: Yeah, things are things are changing.
1: Yeah, it almost makes me want to go back and see if it was. It's been this whole season, or, you know, and I just haven't noticed that they just kind of made that change with the new season, or if it was if it's like something coming, you know, that is a distinct kind of personal
0: change that she's going through. I think so. I think we're going to see a lot happen with Kalinda for the remainder of the time that she's with us.
1: Yeah. Well, this episode is interesting because we saw towards the end that Carrie is no longer legally allowed
0: to interact or associate with her because she's dangerous. She's a dangerous person. (laughs) But how is that even going to work? She's the firm's PI and he's a name partner. Who has to be home by nine o'clock? But he's still a named partner. How? That's not some, someone has to go. How is that yeah. even going to work?
1: You know, I think they'll keep her because they still have Robin, right? As We're far as we, know, we, we haven't, haven't seen, seen, seen her, Robin, but they didn't say that she was fired. So I'm going to assume that we'll see her back in play, and that she'll just have to do all of Carrie's work moving forward. And some of that work's going to be from home.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, I guess we'll have to see how literally they interpret no contact. Because, you know, Diane mentioned how is this going to work? She's a... A PI of right. the firm, he's a named partner, and no one gave any further stipulation. So I guess we'll have to see if Miss Grubick will be back yet again on the sneaky tip and find Carrie and check up on him and, and see if Carrie's is doing what he's supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, what did you think about that whole that whole thing
0: with her being back? Do you like her character? I like her character, but it just seemed out of place. It didn't seem to. It, it just seemed like to be like this thing that just fizzled. So I really. It was p- pretty obvious to me that it was there in order to add the stipulation and put some place and step- separation between Carrie and Kalinda. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of, I wanted this build up because I, I do like Miss Grubick and mm-hmm. I do like her straightforward questions that she asks and she gets, yeah. all she goes is, mm-hmm. And,
1: and yeah, yes. you never really know mm-hmm. what, what she's thinking or what never. she's, because the whole time I felt like originally, you know, when she was making her first report, we, you know, it's like, ugh. She's just annoying yeah. and it's awful, and you know she's going to totally vote against or you know root against Carrie and her report, and mm-hmm.
0: then she didn't, and so it's kind of she keeps us on our toes. Totally, but I, I don't understand even still. I know she interviewed Diane, she interviewed Alicia, but there and and he mentioned at one time being with Kalinda, but it would just seem weird the interview with Kalinda. You know, it would have made more sense if maybe she interviewed a couple other partners at the firm. Or she interviewed maybe someone else that he interacted a lot. Just I think kind it of was weird. because she was
1: arrested. I'm guessing mm. that they went through the staff, or you know, or the people that he works with, and she that sort of flagged up for her, for her in her report be, just because of the whole you know working with dangerous people. Right. Or right. she was trying to kind of find the the most severity. Dangerous. Well, the severity of his his, like, infraction, right. basically. And so it's not only that he crossed a half a mile over state lines, it's that he's also been in contact with somebody with arrests and that's been to, uh what, the Supreme Court hearing? Right. Or, the, no, had, the grand jury. Had a grand
0: jury indictment. I've worked in a law firm before and I guarantee you there's tons of people who've been <laughs>
1: indicted. Yeah. <and laughs> been for a witness. It wasn't her that right. they were discussing. She was not the the subject matter of that, but she was a witness and they ended up, both in both cases, in the arrests and in the grand jury, she was basically dismissed right. and charges dropped and just kind of like, okay, our
0: mistake, sort of a thing. Yeah. But that didn't seem to matter. Not to Miss Grubick. Right. You know, she still considered her, like you said, a dangerous person. Right,
1: which Alicia's DUI thing didn't come didn't up. Didn't come up.
0: And there was so, actually... I mean, I guess so- her charges were
1: dropped or she didn't know she was, she was found sober, of course, because right. she was, but... But even still,
0: I mean, there were pictures yeah. taken of that, and there were blogs all over Chicago. Right. We assume, right, of people talking about that potential DUI. But I don't know. I, I do like Miss Grubick though. I'd like to see her back. Yeah, I like her. I me wonder
1: too. And, and I like because you know we, I feel like we didn't have any idea whether we would or not. She was kind of off my radar. Mm-hmm. But this kind of shows me, okay, she's going to come and go. She's going to come spice things up here and there. And we do still have Carrie's trial, and it, it kind of reminded me of that too. That It's not off the table yet. You know, they haven't really addressed it. It hasn't been brought up. But that's because, you know, he's on bail until the trial. So they have a trial date. It's, you know, well into the future. Both sides are preparing their cases to to either settle or go to court. And and so it's kind of like this is the way that the law works, which is why we're addressing it this way in our show. Right. You you know, and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that if a real court hearing and kind of trial or case would take Lots of time to go through that. They they didn't just crunch it into like the first five episodes and go through the whole case that would take a year or two years to kind of mull through all of that.
0: Right, And and I do appreciate the fact that you're right that they're taking their time with it to develop it because I, you know, I best believe by the time that the the court date actually hits, who knows. Who will be at what firm and which mm-hmm. partner's names will be on the wall. Like, who knows? Oh, my gosh. Now we got Howard. Okay, who <laughs> knows what the situation will be, but they do sprinkle it in here and there just to remind you. And I do think it's going to eventually have to change Carrie a lot. I mean, he mentioned, I, I, I don't think I should be around. I should, you know, take some time away. Mm-hmm. And Alicia was like, no, we're in this together, which yeah. I almost found funny because ever since Diane come, come on board, they aren't really together. It's yeah. Now it's three people and On more than one occasion, he's been outvoted two to one a lot. So I can understand his feeling of we're really not in it together. Things are changing. Like like uh, I said, things are
1: changing. And I think some of that goes back to kind of from the beginning, we know that Alicia beat him out. You know, he's been fired, I believe, twice. Diane was one of the name partners in both instances of those, you know, terminations. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, he's like, wait, oh, I can't. No, you know, it's. It's me and you. Like, the reason we went away from everything. And, and I... you tell me what you think? I'm not really loving going back into the old offices. I don't like it
0: at all. It seems and, so much like you're just reversed an entire yeah. season. And you're going... I mean, I think you're going to end up being in the same place you were before. I actually liked the funky office with no walls, and it just felt different. It felt fresh. It definitely felt like something. Yeah, and
1: they'd, you know, done the construction. They'd added some of the walls where walls needed to be Mm -hmm. for privacy Mm -hmm. with clients. But I do, I agree. I I liked kind of the whole upstart of it. I know it's startup, but you know, it was just kind of up and coming, and it was exactly what Carrie keeps fighting for. You know, this is our thing, our way. We're building something. We're not just walking into something established, because... It's going to be easy to fall into old habits when you go back into the old space, what, I
0: think. What well, did you see? I mean, yes. When at the end of the show, when Diane and Alicia walked in and, and Alicia had to pick, you know, what office she was going to take, Diane had this look of, I'm at home again. Mm-hmm. Right. She just had this very familiar look. I mean, her office looked the same. I think it was the same desk and everything, you know, but she had this this feeling like. I'm finally back at home again, which makes, like you said, makes me believe that old habits are going to come back in. And again, and I do believe that the power structure, it's not going to be this even 50, you know, this, you know, 50-50 as it was when it was Alicia mm-hmm. and Carey. Even if they're trying to do the third with the three of them, I just don't think it's going to work. And I just think as time goes on, especially with Alicia running for state's attorney, which we sometimes forget because they sprinkle that in here and there too. Yeah. Um, I, I just, the the, the Carrie Diane dynamic, as you mentioned before, they have history, and I think that's just going to come back up again.
1: Especially, it'll, ooh, it'll be interesting to see with Alicia and with this running for state's attorney how much that pulls her out. So then, right. do Diane and Carrie somehow bond over something? I, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see, see. I guess we're kind of getting a little bit ahead yeah. of ourselves. But but one thing I thought was interesting because I really liked that end scene. I really liked the moment that they went back in. Uh, I was kind of bummed that Diane didn't take Will's office only because I thought that it would be great for Diane to have a fresh start and kind of not just go home, per se. You know, it would it'd be home, but just new. You know, right. kind of like, like she said, a fresh start. And also for Alicia not to have to step in, literally into Will's, Will's space. Yeah,
0: I would have appreciated a fresh start for Diane and a fresh start for Alicia. I think you're right. Yeah. I think they're just plugging themselves right back in. To the old ways, that things you know, the ways that things were done. Mm-hmm.
1: So it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I definitely, like I would say, most fans really always loved the the Will Alicia dynamic and kind of the the ebbs and flows that that always took us through. And so it'll be interesting to see how much that does or doesn't play a part going forward. You know, are they going to try to still bring Will into this somehow? Is her work going to suffer? Is her uh, campaign going to suffer because she's got this kind of haunting feeling about her being in his old office or is it just an office space and now that she's taken that kind of initial acceptance it's just going to be business as usual right you know and getting settled into into the new old
0: office <laughs> I, I think the campaign her her campaign for state's attorney mm-hmm. is what's actually going to bring the connection back repeatedly for her especially being in will's office because even Pastor Jeremiah brought it up again. Everyone wants to bring it up again while she's doing this campaign. So I think that's going to be the way that she stays connected. And and I will say, just going back to the moving back into the office, if we think about it, when the show first came on, it was Diane and Will were the, you know, name lead partners. And David Lee was this partner who was supposed to have some kind of power, but you just saw him later on. Mm -hmm. So we're going back into that same type of thing. Diane's in her office, Alicia's in Will's office, and poor Carrie's in David Lee's office, so will he just fade into the sunset? I don't know.
1: Well, especially with like the comment he made tonight about, well, maybe I should just take a break from right. work, right? So maybe he'll pursue other things. Which talking about Carrie, I was I was really mad to see him, you know, in violation of his bail restrictions, or because I was so excited to see him out meeting women. <laughs> I was. I was like, he just had this boyish charm to him, kind of this side that. We never see with Kalinda, no, you know, never we see. and and therefore we never see on the show because does Carrie date? No, no. And so it was just so fun to see and to see that these girls were into the whole bad boy. I mean, of course, because what girl doesn't have her moment or that one guy that you know was the bad boy that just right she couldn't shake you know till she learned her lesson, kind of a thing. But I just I don't know. It was this other side of him we've never we haven't seen it in a long time, you know, and and in some instances have never seen. And it was just fun. No, it was and refreshing. It was
0: fun. I mean, it's like he's the Harvard bad boy, so it's like how exactly. bad can be? <laughs> but I mean, I think Carrie's hot. I think he's an attractive guy, so I really like seeing that side. But you're right; I felt it was kind of wasted because it, it, because of the whole bill, you know, revocation yeah. thing, like. I, I just wanted to go out. and I mean, if he wants to hook up, that's all great and fine. But to have this end result, it was just a little disappointing. Right, right. I mean, of all the nights. Right. The one (laughs) night he's going to actually, you know, without Kalinda. And I was waiting for Kalinda to ask some questions. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's a PI. I wanted her to ask some questions and maybe we get a real feel of how she really feels about the Carrie relationship. Because Mm -hmm. I do think even though it, it pains me to say, I think Carrie has some some type of feelings for her. Oh, agreed. Right? I think he has feelings for her. We don't know who Kalinda has feelings for on any given if day or any anybody,
1: Right, if anyone. I mean, in that way. I, I think she loves Carrie. I don't know that she's in love with right, Carrie. Right, Or anybody, for that or matter. Or anybody.
0: So I, I wanted her to, you know, at least ask a couple questions about where was he, who, what, what was he doing, who was he yeah. with, to, to at least get a, a sense of how she felt. Nothing. I mean, and
1: I guess maybe she didn't know that he went home with a girl, you know, or that he brought a girl home because he was, it sounded like he was at some sort of reuniting or reunion or, you know, some sort of gathering of his, of Harvard alum or, you know, that, or just something to do, you know, with his alma mater. And so he went and was just getting a drink, you know, per use and then went home and got caught having gone over state lines. Right, It wasn't because he was with a girl or it wasn't because... He, it was just one of those things where... Maybe she doesn't know the whole story yet. Yeah. And and maybe she never will. Because
0: I thought that was a little sketchy, too. Because Kalinda and the skills that she has, normally someone mm-hmm. gets arrested or at least a cop even passes them on the mm-hmm. corner and she knows about it, right? So those details haven't come out. And I also found that interesting that the, it was the day after Carrie had been picked up and Alicia didn't even know. Like, Kalinda yeah. was like, is he okay? And she's like, what are you talking about? So I just found that interesting, too. So I, fe- I felt as if... now it was also late
1: at night, though. You know what I mean? It had to have
0: been... I don't know. Midnight? I, I mean, mean, they had started at a happy hour, and they I guess were. That's true. You know, it, it, it didn't. You it it could have been 10 o'clock. could have been 10 it o'clock. Could've, but could've I just felt yeah. it, as if that was some kind of sign that the group was somewhat falling apart. I just found it weird that something like that happened. Mm-hmm. Carrie was picked up again, and possibly his bill is going to be revoked, and we all know how. You know, all the painstaking efforts yeah. everyone went through to put yeah. up that bail money and that every like all the partners didn't know it would have been like an email blast. Like it would have been like this phone. You would think, yeah, yeah, that's true. Everyone's going to call and know. So that was a little strange to me. Yeah.
1: Well, I think part of it, too, was Alicia with this whole state's attorney. True. Scenario and so this I whole can. campaign. And so, you know, we see a lot more of that tonight. We see that she goes on air and kind of does one of our first appearances mm-hmm. And they bring up religion. And Elfman, Alicia says it best when she just made the comment about, okay, the rules of politics keep changing, and it's always for what you want when you want kind right. of a thing. Right. So I'm not liking this game because I like to know my rules, and I like to be able to stick to them,
0: you know? Yeah, but come on, Alicia. You, you've, your your husband is governor, and he was state's attorney. So even though it was on the outside looking mm-hmm. in, or at least the peripheral, she knows what goes down In this type of thing.
1: It makes me wonder being like one person removed from that that politician, you know, Mm -hmm. being the wife, Mm -hmm. how much she does and doesn't know. You know what I mean? Because I almost feel like I mean, knowing Eli and I'm sure there are some campaign managers or chief of staffs once they're elected that that definitely intentionally keep in or leave out the wife or husband you know right. depending uh, f- to benefit themselves and the campaign That's you know true. what i mean so yeah. i'm it just makes me really curious how much do they know because i feel like peter is oblivious to all of this you know he's off being governor and so where alicia got probably a lot more detail and a lot more insight because i bet as a man running for an office having your your wife beside you especially in peter's case as we know from the very beginning of mm-hmm. the show mm-hmm. is such a necessary kind of important part of running and being this politician and this family man and this, you know, united front and all of that, where Alicia is kind of running more on like a women's rights or just, just kind of like a individual strength type thing. I mean, I guess right. she's definitely not out there promoting feminism as kind of like her platform for running, but she, I mean, it's definitely kind of as a strong independent woman that This whole thing evolved, and
0: she decided to run. Right, I think. Yeah, I think in the, the show helped kind of develop that with their guest appearances. Guest appearances earlier, mm-hmm. so I think you're mm-hmm. right about that. And so, what do you think about this whole God talk? You know, I, I I find it very interesting because I think it's the way it's going to develop is it's going to cause some type of rift between she and Grace. And I think we mentioned this before a yeah. couple of weeks ago because she's been so outspoken about it. And the first thing she said when she got in the car after her interview with Pastor Jeremiah was, "I don't like misrepresenting myself or saying portraying somebody I'm not, portraying something I'm not." And then they cut to Grace at her Bible study or prayer group, and they're they're applauding her, and she knows that her mom just went on national television and lied, which Mm -hmm. is completely goes against everything that Grace believes. So I I think it's and Alicia, yeah, which is so funny
1: that they have such kind of I would say similar morals. Knowing that Alicia does not is not Christian, does right. not believe in God, and Grace is now baptized Christian. Right. So, And this is one of those things I love about the Kings and I love about the show is they find ways. Because I feel like having a mother-daughter scenario where one is an atheist and one is a Christian, it's kind of like everybody wins in the sense that you're not offending anybody. Because, you know, it's pretty bold to go put an atheist on TV in a country that has in God we trust. Right. Now, there's also a growing population of people questioning religion and questioning their own beliefs and and finding themselves more along the scale of agnostic or atheist mm-hmm. than maybe before because I think the questioning of religion maybe wasn't as pursued or socially accepted the way that it is now. Granted, there's also, you know, Christian faiths and, and other religions that are still growing. In spite of that, right. you know, so I just it just it's, it's kind of brilliant to me that they're able to go through and and find a way to kind of make everybody happy.
0: Right. But did you I found one of the like the most interesting scenes in this episode to me was when the conversation between Alicia and Grace
1: mm-hmm. and
0: when, um, you know, Grace was asking her, well, are you atheist? And, you know, are do you do you believe in God? And then she was just like, what's the struggle? And she said politics. But then she asked her daughter. Do you judge me? And her daughter said, "No, I love you." Mm -hmm. And I found that to be so interesting because so many times between the two of them, especially lately, when it comes to these topics, topics of religion, Mm -hmm. and Alicia always consults with Grace. I feel as if the role, the roles reverse, and Grace almost becomes the calmer, more the more knowledgeable person, Mm -hmm. the person with more wisdom, and she's directing and guiding her mother. And and so I I found that to be a very interesting scene. And then also what you're saying before about Her actually going on and saying that she's open, because I think so many people are so vocal about what their true religious beliefs are, unlike before, to make a statement like I'm open is a real statement for someone who made an adamant statement before saying they were atheists. Like to go from being an atheist to I'm open and I'm listening, Mm -hmm. that's huge. That's such a huge, I hate Mm -hmm. to say lie, but it's such a huge lie. It's it's such a huge deceit. See, and it's interesting because
1: I feel like Alicia thinks she's lying, but she's not.
0: I don't think she's lying.
1: I mean, I, no, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I,
0: yeah, you're right. I think I think she is open because she think said it's happening.
1: I can't believe in God, right? And so it's it almost feels like she does or she wants to, but she made herself a promise, mm-hmm. or you know, it's it's like when at seven years old we told ourselves we were going to be a a dancer. And so we don't let the fact that we've, you know, written a book or been on a TV show or started our own company or found some other job we love, like, we ignore those accomplishments because, well, I didn't become a dancer. Right. It's like, you were seven years old. Like, it's okay that you evolved and found something else you want to do instead of that. And and I kind of feel that way with Alicia. And that's why I love that scene, Mm -hmm. too, because we're seeing this other side of Alicia and she's learning more because it's coming up in her work in her now personal life or work because, you know, pol- the politics, politics yeah, yeah, you know, are kind of forcing that on her. But it's also at home because it's her daughter that she is turning to for this guidance and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is the security or safety that she feels because it is at home. She's not going to be judged by grace. Or, or if she is, it's going to be out of love, you know, and kind of out of trying to help. But now I think she knows she's not being judged, which is also amazing because I feel like, you know, that's something that, Christian face pride themselves on, you know, being open and loving right. and kind of accepting of all and not being judgmental. And I feel like we've seen times with Alicia being a little bit judgmental of Grace right. for this interest when it was first just a sparked kind of new thing for Grace. All the way through the whole baptism, I mean, Grace didn't tell anybody she was getting baptized or what she was going to be doing, and you know, she was missing in the episode. And it turns out she was just getting baptized because she felt like she had to keep it so hidden. Right. But because
0: I, her mom might judge her. Well, I just feel as if and it's happening slowly, right? But I like I agree with you. I think she's curious as to how this is changing and how Grace's you know religion and belief how it's it's changing mm-hmm. her and I think she's very curious as to how she's able to be who she is. Yeah. Gaining the support she has, you know, in doing everything from the choir, you know that she just seems to always, in my opinion, looking at Grace, trying to understand where she is because there's been so much hurt and upset and betrayal and so much ugly in kind of an Alicia's life, and she looks at Grace, who's like, "How are you doing this? How are you mm-hmm. maintaining this?" So it's, it's. I think it'll be very interesting. I, I, I do yeah. think the topic's going to come back. And
1: I mean, Grace is becoming a woman. Yes. I mean, in this episode, watching them sit there, it definitely felt more like an equals thing. And I know we're taking a lot of time on this, but it also is one of those things where... Oh, dang it, I lost my my thought. But basically, you know, along the lines of Grace becoming this woman and kind of holding her own, and they just seem more like equals. Yeah. Oh, but it, I remember. So Alicia and and Grace are motivated by very different things in their lives. And I think... That's something that is curious to Alicia because Grace is happy, Grace is Absolutely. accomplishing the things she wants to accomplish, mm-hmm. but it's with a different sense of purpose and kind of with different motivating factors behind the work and the accomplishments than Alicia ever fell for or, you know, used because she doesn't turn to God and right. she isn't going to church
0: groups and studying the Bible, et cetera, et cetera, like Grace does. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you wanted to leave that and go talk about the the baby lotion in the...
1: Well, well I, I want to ask one more thing. It's still on the whole God topic with okay. with the pastor. So what did you think? Because it, it kind of bothered me that the pastor in that interview on camera made Alicia pray with him.
0: Oh, really? I, I didn't like that. I think from what I could tell, mm-hmm. I think it's almost just kind of a part of his thing. I think because the way they show, they show him with clips with, you know, like the other politicians. I wasn't offended because I just assume that's what he does with everybody i didn't think he was making a special case with her
1: and i did okay and that's why if i if that was like the way he closed every single interview then it wouldn't because it's that's a part of who he is and she would have known going into it that at the end of the interview you know he's gonna bring up let's pray together right and she was gonna have to address that how she wanted to but i felt like she was caught off guard and that it was he was doing it because he knew it would kind of get to her a little bit or you know that he thought that he was going to maybe help soften her heart oh. which is a, a terminology often used in the you know the process of converting somebody which right. they use in the study group but just yeah it just it just felt like it was to me he was just kind of trying to push his luck with her oh, okay. and and kind of push her into the fold even more because he got her to pray right
0: I- I- I mean, so I that thought, bothered me. Okay, I mean, but. I thought that entire interview between the two of them, and you know, her campaign manager was like, "Oh, she's doing really well." I thought it was so fake and like she looked Agreed. so stiff and fake and uncomfortable and almost like confrontational from the from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but when he mentioned Grace and she made that condescending comment about, "Well, you know, you're not the only, we're not the only one. Law firms aren't aren't the only ones who have really great research interns," kind of thing. I thought from the time he mentioned Grace, she was completely... Off her game. And so I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I picked it up there. So I didn't think the prayer made her any more okay. you know, uncomfortable. She was thought, already there I for she you. she was already uncomfortable from the moment. I thought she was pissed from the moment he mentioned Grace. I thought that to her, I mean, I, I felt like her, like, she Agreed. was boiling at that because point.
1: Because we already know how, as much as she her life is in the public eye, mm-hmm. she's a pretty private person. And we've seen in clips, you know, in, in Tealer. Tri- healer. I was trying to say trailers and teasers at the same time <laughs> y'all. Uh in the teasers or trailers that we've seen, you know, they kind of they tease that, mm-hmm. you know, that she makes these comments about about that. So, it's just for me one of those things where yeah, I guess she was a little bit off. her I and mean, she doesn't want her family to be kind of brought into this any more than they already are, right? Uh, and so I think she went into the interview kind of knowing it was going to be awful. I mean, she's being interviewed by a pastor, and she doesn't believe in God,
0: right? And, and it's going to be awkward. It's going to be awkward. And the campaign manager was like, "If you want to win, you got to do well on this. And here's yeah. here's your quote that you should use. And if that doesn't work, then why don't you say that you read this book and use this? So at least yeah, she or the and, shooting, right. which she's been
1: asked about. And I was glad she didn't just buckle into that because they discussed it. Mm -hmm. So as much as she felt like she wasn't portraying herself and maybe a little bit misguided people, I still felt like she was, for the most part, you know, pretty true to her core and and didn't lie. Right. She just wasn't warm.
0: No. She was not warm talking to the pastor at all. Which
1: is the perfect segue into the baby lotion and And the the Old old Spice because they were quite warm. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I
0: have to say, for me... They seem to have a good time, but it it, it made me feel completely uncomfortable.
1: I've always liked their kind of back and forth dynamic and kind of this you know she she likes that he's pursuing her, but she can't admit it oh. because he's just so awkward and weird about his courtship and then they went and did the whole scene on the desk in the office That's and the brushing of everything right. off that you see every time people start getting comfortable in an right. office. And that
0: was just, that was a little much for me. Oh, I, I actually can take the sweeping of the things off the desk. It was the bursting opening. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Shirts. You know,
1: from that moment on, yeah. as soon as it was in the office, it was just like, come like, on. Oh, wow. We're better than this. Kind of like Bobby was saying, like, these writers are too good. This show is too good to put that on the air. I was like, really? What wow. is that? There's just, for me, there's so many other ways that they could have satisfied that romantic storyline mm-hmm. without taking it to that, even though they're both these quirky, weird people. You know, it could have been something. It didn't have to be the buttons from his shirt that she had to return to do the whole invoice thing, you know. Which, what do you think about that? I forgot that he's like that. That he just, I thought it was As much as he's like,
0: for the law, he completely disregards it when it's not going to help him out. And I totally forgot that she will record someone in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I totally forgot that. So I thought, that was a great... You know portrayal of both of who they are, mm-hmm. and I just I thought the whole sex scene, death scene just wasn't because it's just like any other show when you have these two people that have this sexual tension building. It's great to see them, but once they have sex, it's like, psh, yeah, you know, and that's what happens. Yeah, you. and exactly, and I, and I loved
1: how you know last week we saw Elsbeth being distracted by Alicia, and this week we see Elsbeth being the
0: distractor, and she was doing a really good job. <laughs> really really It was so good funny, job.
1: which in this case it's so interesting because I mean I've never worked in a law office. I, I basically what I know of the legal system is what I've seen on legal shows. Right. And and so do you think? I mean, having the experience you do, this whole thing where Alicia—they realize that the charge brought in court was not the charge they really wanted to go after Miss Vargas for. They were just trying to get some testimony on record to use, I think, as evidence
0: in a that's, in a bigger case. That's totally what they were trying to do. And I will say that I am a transactional attorney. I'm not a litigator. That's right. You yeah. said that before. But, um, but but I don't think, and you know, a lot of court shows from my limited amount of court experience, they I don't think that anyone could have pulled that off that well. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and, and he didn't do a very good job of, because no, they figured asked it the out. two questions, they were like, wait a minute. But I don't think, I don't think that strategy would have been, you know, very effective, because as soon as they realized it, I think they could have thrown out the, the testimony, and everything was put on record. That was, that was a little slimy to me.
1: Yeah, Oh, well, agreed. Yeah. But, but it just seems like something that I feel like lawyers would do, not oh. because lawyers are slimy. I mean, everybody's got their own opinion mm-hmm. of lawyers and and how slimy they are yeah. or aren't, and the different types of of law. But litigators, you know, when people think of a lawyer, I feel like they think of a litigator, they do, yeah, because that's what you see on TV. You right. know, I have an uncle who's a lawyer. He does like wills and estate planning, right.
0: Not exciting stuff. Right, not exciting stuff. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, do I think if it was possible and it's a great, it was, if it would have worked, it would have been a fantastic strategy. If they wouldn't have realized it, then he would have, after he got the yeah. testimony he needed, he would have amended the charges and then he could have used all that stuff. Right. It's like, already. I'm going to drop these right. charges
1: and I'm going to file this. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, in police shows, Admitting how much TV, I guess I've watched. in <laughs> my we know, amount of and time order on te- Earth,
0: but a lot more cheese does everything. But you know where
1: you know they'll bring somebody in on charges so that they can hold them, and knowing that they have to release them after a certain amount of time, but they're using that little window of time that they're in holding to get the evidence to get the real charge. Right. It's like they know that missing curfew isn't the actual charge. That's a horrible example, but and so anyway, I just thought that that was interesting, and. I like that you know we got to see Alicia and Elspeth working together again, but now it'll go right back to right. opposing sides because that they're going back to the the case from a case. couple weeks ago. Yeah,
0: were they really working together? Because Elspeth got up to to do the cross, and then she looked and she was like, "I I, I can't do this." Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, working together isn't you know both <laughs> against the, the prosecutor. Yeah, you know what I mean. They both needed this; these charges dropped against her to move for forward. their actual case. To continue. And right. so in that sense, I right. mean, no, it was definitely like, I got this. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Okay, I'm just going to take this one <laughs> then, you know? Like, so, no, it definitely... But I like seeing them on the same side because, you know, at one point it was like, Alicia wants to start a new firm. They were looking at Rain and they were right. looking at all these other women and other people that they could get involved. And she's a great lawyer. You know, we've seen Tassioni in and out. And, and I've looked, you know, from what everybody says online, so many people love her on I the do. show. I do. So, I mean, I know Bobby had his whole, the, with the bear, and you know, and all the distractions and stuff. I mean, that was out there even for me. And I do also love her. Right. I. Uh, Being trained as an actor, I just, I can't, I'm like, how does she think of this stuff? You know, I just, I watch her and I just think, what does the page say? What does the script say that gives her that idea? Because I can't imagine some of, you know, her choices and the actions and like the little faces that she makes. Those aren't written in the script. That's all her creating
0: this character. But it's also not just her. Like, I, my, I... When she's on camera, always remembers what she wears, her wardrobe, because that also goes into building her character. Her yes. blazers, her jackets, the her colors. The frilly shirts yeah, under frilly. the colored everything blazers. Everything about everything that they're doing for this character makes every from the hair color. I, you know, I don't know what in her normal everyday life if she chose that hair color. I don't know. But it's everything about her creates this quirky fantastic character that every time she comes and i'm like oh this is good except for last week but you know yeah we move on
1: (laughs) uh so i want to talk about we didn't kind of cover it when we talked about alicia and running and everything but uh eli's daughter's back which was one of the things i didn't necessarily predict but i hoped for that she would be back on the show Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited. Body, what do they the, call her? The body the woman. Body woman. The body woman. I've never heard of it called that before. I've never heard of it called that. But, you know, she says it's like a personal assistant kind of a thing. And I love how she says, yeah, my, my dad said I wasn't allowed to say no or you weren't allowed to say no because I'm supposed to spy. But don't <laughs> worry. I'm not a
0: very good spy. And I can't wait to see the interaction between her and the campaign manager because she was like, realize? What do you mean, realize? Yeah. <laughs> she just came with this epiphany. You can't use that. Yeah. I'm not supposed to have my own opinions. Like, that's yeah, going to be um, great. The body woman is not supposed to talk so much. I love that,
1: you know. And it kind of reminded me. I don't know if you watch Parenthood or, or any of you out there. If you watch the show
0: Parenthood, but in it's final season, but it's great. I but, do watch it,
1: and I, I recommend it. But there's there's a storyline in that where one of the characters works for a campaign and gets you know kind of the equivalent of Eli's daughter, just kind of one of the young family members in on the campaign, and she's that kind of rough around the edges person. Um probably not going to look the best on paper, you know, <laughs> applying for a job, you know, like the resume is going to be a little blank, but but just has this personality. And it's kind of so real that mm-hmm. you you trust them. You know, like in politics, it's like, actually, that girl, that's the girl that, you know, you need to get on your team and you need to get voting. And she's the one you need to talk to because that's going to be the perception of kind of the average person because she is the average person right. out there. You know, right. she's not... This educated campaign manager who's very well versed in the terms of, you know, polling and and all of the different things that, you know, and and phrasing. And, you know, I just say you realize it's like, who's going to buy that? She's
0: not seven. but I do think she's going to be a great combination of what Mm -hmm. you're saying. The real person, especially given her age. Right. But she's also going to be, in my opinion, a mini Eli because he can't be there with Alicia all the time. As her campaign manager, right. he can put his daughter in the you know in a great position. So if he needs to whisper something in the daughter's ear who can then pass the message on, yeah. it's a way for him to be there without really being there. And
1: the best part is I would imagine that he'll say something knowing she'll spill it without her even knowing. You know what I mean? He's not going to be like, make sure you say this to Alicia. Right. He's just going to mention it in her earshot. And she's gonna think it's juicy and go back and tell it kind of a thing. He
0: knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah, agreed. <laughs> agreed. But I also think it's a great opportunity for her, and I love her character as well. She's she's kind of got some of the same quirky funness and I think this liveliness um that Elizabeth also brings. Right. But it's you know, in such a different way because she's not in the legal world. She's not the same age. You know, her mm-hmm. her background is completely different. And you know, I lived in Israel for a few years and they, you know, and she just has all these right. this random experience and really they can make up whatever they want to feed it to us, however they need to, because we don't know anything about her other right. than she's Eli's daughter. She's Eli's daughter,
0: and I and I love her and I love her character. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure everyone will tell me if I'm wrong, but she portrayed the daughter in Spanglish. Um, a god, co- I don't know. A couple of years ago, and she just has this kind of innocent quirkiness about her. Mm-hmm. She had it then, and now, of course, she's a couple of years older. Now she has this quirky, confident kind of. But she's a woman, so I, I, and she's a and she has her own opinion. And she's not afraid yes. to voice it. So I'm just going to really love to see what happens with her character.
1: Yes, me too. I'm I'm excited to see her. That she's clearly going to be in at least the next handful of episodes with because this campaign going on. So let's move on to predictions. All right.
0: And now your After Buzz TV predictions. Nice, nice. Yes,
1: I just because I I have been wanting to talk about this new guy that we saw in the you know from from scene or for scenes from next week's episode. Oh, Please yeah. stay tuned. You know that whole thing I mm-hmm. just totally destroyed that, but you know what I'm saying. David Hyde Pierce. Is that yes, it? yes. So he's coming into the show. He's apparently a brand, mm-hmm. and if he joins the race, she loses. Yep. And you know that's a question she asks. So if what I wrote, if he runs, I lose. Yeah, he's a brand a, and a bigger brand than you. Right. Right. She's, you know, he's bigger than St. Alicia. And I think that this is her first, you know, run at politics, you know, and eight points, and they're making this huge deal about celebrate, and, you know, and you've got this kind of a thing. But the other thing that's weird is, I wonder how they're going to put it in so he can run because we had the whole, you have to announce by this day and file or whatever
0: because that's the deadline. Oh, right. You have to, yeah. But you I'm know, sure there's some place, maybe it's like an independent or something where people can write in, you know, and maybe they don't have to go through the full process. Uh, yeah. It'll no, be interesting it'll to see how, interesting. how that plays out.
1: But being predictions, this is something that we actually started predicting. Yeah, that Alicia's not going to win and that... Or or I guess maybe not that she's not going to win because she may pull out of the race if he enters the race. Right. So she's not—I mean, she doesn't win, but she's not losing. Whereas if she stays in the race and doesn't get the votes— she loses you know
0: yeah I think I want to amend my part of the prediction and say that I think she will run I think she will lose and I think that when she loses she's going to walk back in the door of the firm wherever they're located Mm -hmm. and things are going to be completely different because Diane Carey or Diane by herself who knows where Carey's going to be or if he's going to be around they're going to have to do what they have to do and sooner or later when she's doing this campaign they're going to have to stop and realize because no one's doing it yet what are we going to do if she does win? When are we going to mm-hmm. stop allowing her to continue to take on new cases? They they have to make some type of preparation. So I, I don't think she's going to win. And then when she comes back in, it's going to be like, what just happened?
1: Yeah, well, especially because I would imagine, I mean, again, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm not in this field. But if she wins, does she have to, like, sell out of her partnership? Because can she really be an owner of a firm that's, Basically, uh, she you know can oh, she be on both be- sides of of the case yeah. where she obviously has her ASAs prosecuting right. and and her law firm would be you know representing whoever they're prosecuting yeah. you know based the defendant
0: on, right based on the show they're the only defense legal firm in the entire city so basically it's the yeah. ASA's <laughs> office and her firm the entire time it would be a huge conflict of interest It'd be a huge conflict of interest because even if she's not presenting she'd still Make money from, you know, the defense of this client. So it's a huge conflict venture. So she's going to have to do something, whether it be, you know, keep her name, but she can't, you know, something's going to have to be worked out. She definitely can't continue to represent people. And that's what I mean. Like sooner or later, preparation is going to have to be, have to start.
1: So are you saying you think that they're going to prepare for her to be gone and then she's going to lose and she's going to walk back in and it's going to be like, oh, you guys were doing this thing without me. I do. You don't need me kind of anymore, kind of a thing. I do. Well, so what do you think, last thing, what do you think is going to happen now that we've seen uh, Lockhart Gardner, I can't talk tonight, (laughs) Lockhart Gardner and Canning out the door? Like, Where do you think that's going to go? Are we going to see more David Lee? Are we going to see Canning? Where are they going to go? So what are we going to do?
0: It's so strange that I mean I don't know any law firm that can completely evict and move out of a place in twenty four hours. Like I just don't even know if it's even feasible. So I was like blown away by that. But who? Well, knows? Well, they
1: didn't really move. Well, they did. You know, we saw how they left they the state of that office. The place. But yeah.
0: who knows? Maybe they're going to take their space. The space. I,
1: I thought the same thing. Because where else are they going to go? It's, so it'll it's be. Available. It'll be interesting to see, <laughs> kind of you know how that plays out. I mean. Uh, there's a part of me that sort of feels like that's that's kind of going to be over with that we're not I, we're not going to really see them much anymore yeah. and that the way that they did that was they moved Diane in because mm-hmm. she's one of the core people on the show and yes David Lee's been a big part but it's kind of ebbed and flowed he, you know his his mainstay of of being in every episode having some part of the you know current storyline mm-hmm. and and he I mean he hasn't been part of the main storyline for a, quite a while right, right. you know he's been this tidbit on the side for a while so. and he
0: can always decide to come back let's just say they, they of course they're gone now in a couple of episodes who knows yeah. David may Cannon come passes. back with it you know yeah he may come back with his tail between his legs and you know oh, beg gosh. Diane for a position or a job or you know who knows oh
1: my gosh this will be interesting I can't wait to see Diane I think is going to have to live up to her word and she's going to have to let Howard.
0: Go to court in court,
1: and I cannot wait to see that best case. Ever. Fingers
0: crossed that actually happens. If I could be on that jury, that would be fantastic.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. thank you for watching. This is actually one of my very last shows here at AfterBuzz. Oh so gosh. sad, uh, but I am moving on to. Um, not better, but other <laughs> opportunities. We're gonna, so we're going to miss you. i will
0: I will miss we're totally it here too. Going to so. miss you. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Wagging her tail.
1: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cohen c o u h e n. Thanks so much for watching.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network.